going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. Inducing thing. Hola, creepos! Welcome to the Creep Off, the worst contest on the internet, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. My name is Vinny Paulino, the people's champion. And in the other room across from me, the reason we're late today, it's hot Carla. Hi, Vinny. Hey, pal. How you feeling? I'm a little tired today. I'm not at my best today. I think that I shouldn't be as happy as I am considering the circumstances. I agree. I'm a little surprised you don't uh, have a little bit more empathy for me, but that's all right. Oh, no, no. I have uh, more empathy for me because we're both a couple of losers. We're both a couple of Buffalo Bills today, aren't we? <laughs> oh, no. Let's look at the voting. We had we had Kaya last week join as a special guest co-host, and Kaya brought it. I'm, I'm assuming that was pretty close in the voting, right? Well, we, we were close, close-ish. Okay. Well, because I had 5.39% of the vote. Oh, that's not a good showing for you, my friend. And you had 6.9% of the vote. And uh, Kaya had 87.62% of the vote. You know, Kaya, I think, cheated. He's got, obviously, servers internationally. He's probably up to no good. I'll tell with you that. what this is. It's a simple, simple foreign interference, yes. Carl. Yeah. Foreign interference. I watched a three-hour YouTube video with Giuliani explaining how Kaya actually did he this. He smoked a cigar. He <laughs> told to us the whole thing. So how many votes did Kaya actually get, Vinny? What's like the total? Seven hundred and something. And how many votes do we usually get on the creep off? Not that many. Like a hundred and something total. Yeah, like two something. Yeah. Uh wow. Kaya, crushing it. And he was even in the Discord as of, like, last night telling people to keep voting for him. He, he didn't want to take his foot off the pedal at all. What poor sportsmanship on his part. <laughs> all right. I say we never have him back on the show again. I, I say Kaya is uh, officially I, banned. I say suspended. I say Kaya who? Kaya what? Fuck that. Everybody wants to know what we're going to do with the points. What are we uh, going to do with the points? This well, we'll discuss. We're both losers. We'll discuss that later. We had some interesting uh, thoughts sent to us via voicemail, so we'll we'll discuss that okay. after we hear the listeners' thoughts on it. I guess you came in second, so you have to go first. All right. So we're doing a theme this week. You put out three different options for people, and for some reason, they voted for creepiest bowler that is correct and when we say bowler, just to shove it up our ass real good they picked the hardest thing that we could find and you know what's funny i didn't realize that in the sport cricket 
the batter, I believe, is referred to as a bowler. That is accurate. I found that out this week. Yes. So when I'm trying to search for a creepy bowler, I'm finding a lot of cricket players and things. What we're talking about is... When you look up creepy pro bowler, all you get is Kellen Winslow. Yes, right. Pro bowler. That (laughs) was the other thing that I noticed, too. So a pro bowler is an all-star in football. Right. A bowler is a cricket player. We're talking about people who go to bowling alleys with bowling balls and get pins down. So I'm looking for, like, PBA bowlers. Right. And, like, when you look... When you start looking for like bowler arrested, like you get a lot of the same story. Like guy beat up his wife after he went out drinking. I think if you marry a bowler, you get what you pay for. So that's just me Jeez. talking out loud. Jesus, you might want to edit that one out in post. I'm just saying <laughs> that people who bowl beat their spouses. <laughs> yes, I think that's exactly what you were yeah, saying. Yeah. So correct. Listen, I'm, if I'm you sure own that the a numbers. Bowling ball, you should be arrested right now. The, the numbers will bear out what I'm saying. <laughs> I think if we spent the time on it. Yep. But uh, instead, we'll just go with my broad accusation as if it were fact. All right, let's get it going. I bring to you a 37-year-old gentleman named Duke Webb. Oh, this story. Duke Webb, active duty special forces military soldier, an army Green Beret, and a big bowling enthusiast, was on leave this past December. And Carl, how do you know he was a bowling enthusiast? I'm just curious. I will explain that to you. Okay. Vinny, I'm the one telling this story. All right. Okay. All right. So apparently he was on leave. He's stationed in Florida, but he was up in Illinois visiting some family because it was Christmas time. I didn't think you're supposed to be doing that, but whatever. This is this past Christmas on the 26th, the day after he decides he's going to leave the house because he wants to go bowling. No one else in his family is into bowling. So he's just going to go there by himself and he heads out to a local bowling alley. Now, he doesn't know anyone in this town. He doesn't have any friends. But let's be honest, isn't bowling alley just like cheers? Yeah. It's where you go where everybody knows your name. Right. Everyone's friendly. They're excited to see you. You guys have something in common. You're all weirdos who enjoy it. Not one person there has a family that enjoys their company. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Correct. So you'd think you'd be able to go there and make some friends right away. Well, Duke Webb did not make a lot of friends after he left uh, his family's home. Saturday night, he left that gathering, ending up at the Don Carter Lanes. Witnesses say he opened fire on a table of teens on the ground floor, striking two who survived. A bullet also hit 65-year-old Thomas Furseth. Mr. Furseth began running toward the stairs when the defendant shot him in the torso. He was able to run up the stairs before he collapsed. All right, so this guy walks into this bowling alley and just starts open firing at people like he's playing a video game, including a 14 and 16-year-old. Or, or he could just teenagers. play bowling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So this guy who uh, tried to run away after getting shot in the torso ran up the stairs and collapsed. And this guy goes, oh, there's an upstairs too? Sweet. So then he goes upstairs to figure out who else is at this bowling alley. Bop. And their officers say Webb found three more victims. Two did not survive, including 69-year-old Jerome Woodfork, a celebrated bowler who was shot near the second floor balcony before falling to the ground below. All right. Now, Vinny, you know that I have brought some disturbing audio on this show before. Yeah. That people were not thrilled with. So I'm going to give everyone a warning. You might want to skip ahead. I actually have the audio of this person being shot and then falling from the balcony into the parking lot. All right. Brutal. The humanity. (laughs) Very, very brutal. Now, you might think that this guy 
who is a, an Army Green Beret. He's maybe having his little target practice or something. You think he's just like running around picking people off. Did you just say that he's just having a little target practice? <laughs> a target practice? Shooting up a pole You know, rally. he wants to stay sharp in case he gets deployed again. So you think he's just running around like a video game. Just in case he gets deployed again. Taking people out. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. this is not the case. He is actually shooting these poor victims multiple times, as in this example. A 62-year-old man and who was at the bar on the second floor was shot in the thigh, back, neck, groin, and buttock. He was taken to the hospital <laughs> in critical condition. I hope his buttock was okay. Shot five times. This is one of the guys who survived. In total, three people died. Three people were injured in this shooting spree that occurred just uh, less than a month so ago. So what is that, about 150? Like the bowling average would be about a 150? About a 150. Okay. Yeah, he could have picked up a spare. Would have yeah. helped him out a lot. Yeah. Uh, so the police show up, and this guy just um, admits everything, hands over the guns. Officers arrived to the sound of gunfire and took Webb into custody. The defendant admitted to the shootings and directed officers to the locations of the firearms that he used. I don't think he had an uh, endgame in mind on this one. I don't know what, what he was hoping to accomplish. But uh, just real quick, just to sum up who the victims were. Winnebago County prosecutors identified the victims who were killed as 73-year-old Dennis Steinhoff, 65-year-old Thomas Furseth, and 69-year-old Jerome Woodfork. Prosecutors said that four teenagers were sitting at a table at the Don Carter Lane's bowling alley when Webb started shooting at them. A 14-year-old girl was shot in the shoulder and a 14-year-old boy was shot in the face. Both survived. So the victims were 73, 65, and 69 years old. This guy's like COVID. They were the young kids, mm. the young people survived, huh? I took my joke. Yes! <laughs> I, I had a better joke, but you spoiled the punchline. Okay, we can edit it. Go ahead. All right. Nope, that was it. That's all I got. No, buddy. no, we can edit it. I want to hear your Duke joke. Duke Webb, 37 year old Green Beret, is the creepiest bowler this week. Vote at thecreepoff.com. Vinny, what do you got, buddy? Well, Carl. And what do you call somebody who's an adult who comes over to meet a child home alone after a sexually explicit conversation? What is that called? What is that called, Carl? I think that is called a predator. That is correct. <laughs> That is correct. My creep this week, his name is Ty Treddenbarger, okay. and he is the former coach of the South King County High Bowling Team. He's also a private bowling coach and was the co-owner of the Puget Sound Travel League of Youth Bowlers for over 30 years. All right. So a very avid bowler. A very avid bowler. It's his career, Carl. Yeah. He's not just some guy who was in the military who liked to go bowling occasionally. I don't know what that has to do with that. Who snapped. Anything. This is a guy who made bullied his life. Yep. And teaching kids to bowl was also a very, very big part of his life. Here's the deal about this guy, uh, Trey Trenbarger. Yep. He organized these uh, bowling tournaments all over the country, up into Canada. He had them all over the place. And he would chaperone all these young kids on these trips, Carl. Now, Everything was going well. He owned this company for 30 years. He's 54 years old at the time. All of a sudden, the police became interested in him yeah. on uh, March 8th, 2017, when a 17-year-old boy and his mother reported to police sexual abuse for the last five years on out-of-town bowling trips. Now, we've heard these stories where... 
these oh, guys scorn, like scorned lover. So yeah, five years later, he finally right. Gets pissed he, off he about grooms it. and had like these long term relationships. Well, not exactly. Oh, okay. The police they went and did a search warrant of his house. You want to guess what they found, Carl? CP? Sir, were there hard drives by any chance? A zood player full of porn. Of course. No, a search warrant served his hope turned up more than 300 images and 12 videos. Now, here's the thing. That doesn't seem like much, but he was kind of a do-it-yourself kind of a guy. I was going to say, that's plenty. 300 images is plenty. Compared to some ahead. of these people, it's like there's 12 million. I know what you mean, but that's plenty for me. But the reason why this number is big, Carl, and you, we agree, it's a big number, was that Treadenbarger was a bit of a do-it-yourself. Okay. All of these videos were of him with children that he drugged mm. and knocked out while they were on these trips. Basically, he would give the kids, like, Ambien and shit, and slip it in their Cokes or their whatever, their Mountain Dews. Is that illegal? Very much illegal. Oh, shit. Okay. And these kids would pass out. Really? He would set up his video equipment, and it would be movie-making time. <laughs> You make it sound like he's lighting a set. Yeah, he kind of is. <laughs> Come on. He's like Cartman in that episode of South Park where Butters would sleep over. He's like, I have a few different filters while I put my balls in this child's mouth that's right. asleep. The majority of the victims were between the ages of 13 and 16 on these cameras. When Trenberger told the police he used to secretly film bowling team members in hotel showers and bathrooms during tournament trips, they further looked around and they found that, you ready for what he had, Carl? Yep. A fake smoke detector... And toiletry bag, both fitted with hidden cameras. All right. So that gentleman who worked for the airline for Southwest. Yeah. Who was putting his fucking iPhone in yeah. the bathroom. This guy's like, hold my beer. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> He's fucking. Figured out. <laughs> you can't plead like, I'm sorry. It was a one-time thing when you have a fucking fake smoke detector with a camera. Agreed. Here's the fun part. He's <laughs> The dr fun part. He's <laughs> drugging the kids. Oh, that's the fun part, says he's, Vinnie Paulino. He's drugging hold on, the kids. Hold oh, on. Okay, keep going. He's got the fake smoke detector and toiletry bag. Yep. He's filming them fucking him molesting them while they're asleep. He's filming them while they shower and shit. And he did it all while getting paid by the parents. <laughs> this was his fucking business, Carl. And the guy who he was partners with at this company was like, uh, he was never allowed to be alone with children at the actual tournaments. and uh, there He had a business partner? Yeah. Oh, no. For 30 years. <laughs> oh, no. He went to court, obviously, and uh, he pled guilty. And he is uh, serving 25 years in prison, and he will get a lifetime of supervised release after he gets out. Well, at that point, he's going to be in his 80s. And uh, while well, following which... the sentencing... It might get worse because at least three other male bowlers came forward and told police they had been sexually abused by him uh, after he's been sentenced. So, I mean, if you're a child molester in your 80s, the only thing you can really do is run for president and, and get elected. So at least he's got that going for yeah. him. Yeah. If only these were videos of him sniffing the kid's hair while they were asleep. <laughs> Thank you. Your guy shot a bunch of people in the bowling alley. Yep. My guy drugged, raped children. Hey, let me ask you a question. It's a good assessment. If you're, if you're a bowling coach, like... Butt fucks you. It's I, really gonna throw off your game, isn't it? Like, by the way, it's gonna be hard to bowl. As soon as my bowling coach butt fucks me, I don't like bowling anymore. Hey, mom, I don't think bowling's for me. I'm gonna try skateboarding now. Is that cool? Is it cool if I do? There's something? no coaches in skateboarding, right? <laughs> I think I'm gonna do that. I'm just saying. I think this is gonna hurt the kids' game. There was a guy who owned a skateboard shop in the town that I grew up in, who ended up getting uh, convicted of child molestation. Oh, really? And I was never a victim. 
them. What's wrong with me, Vinny? Club feet. Oh. <laughs> 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 you know, I love the little tiny footed kid. No, what's funny though is that this guy organized skate trips. We used to go up to Canada to go to skate parks and stuff, and he was organizing one for California. He was going to take a group of kids across country. I'm just remembering all this now. He was going to take a bunch of us cross country to California to go to all these skate parks and stuff, and uh, it never never did come to fruition, thank God. Well, you know, thank God for that, Carl. We wouldn't want you to be fucked up. <laughs> Could you imagine if I had a shitty childhood? (laughs) I mean, I imagine your childhood was very Uh, (laughs) Cartman-like. I just do. I just imagine you were very demanding as a child. I owned an amusement park at one point. Okay. That is true. Well, ladies and gentlemen, those are this week's creeps. You can vote at thecreepoff.com. Honestly, I think that my creep, Ty Tredenberger, is uh, way creepier than the guy who just snapped. I'm just saying. Duke Webb, if you disagree with our foreign policy, starting with W. Bush, then vote for my creep, Duke Webb. All right, I got a couple of voicemails here, Vinny. Hold on. I'm going to start off. Before you get to the voicemails, yeah. I have to remind everybody that our voicemail segment is brought to you by our friends in the Emerald City. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. Now, with 17% less burning tire smell. See you in Syracuse. We'll see you in Syracuse. Thank you, Syracuse, for sponsoring the segment. And let's go to the voicemails. Here's one that uh, called in to the WATP voicemail number. Hey, Cobra Commander. It's Skeletor. Hey, did you know you could think of jokes ahead of time and then just perform them instead of desperately vamping every time you do it? Just an idea, buddy. All right. Well, I have no comment on that, but thanks for I have in. a comment on Skeletor. that. Uh, Cobra Commander took the week off this week, and uh, Dorkles the Clown will be re- reading our reviews today. Oh, does Dorkles prepare jokes ahead of time? Dorkles is, <laughs> let me tell you something, Dorkles is quite impressive. I think you'll enjoy oh, it. Oh, good. I'm looking forward to that. All right. Uh, let me play one more uh, voicemail for us here. Hey, guys. Bony Guy 69 here with a voicemail for the Creep Off. Hey, Carl? Hey. Vinny is right, you've been fucking shirking your forfeits. First of all, the Crocs. I'll let you off on that one. No one gives a shit if you're wearing Crocs or not. You like them in the end, fine, whatever. But where is your Nick Bay album? Can I have a link for it or something? Can you put it on, um, what is it, SoundCloud, please? Which was the answer to my where are all PJ's tracks question uh, that never got answered for my music of WATP. Put it on SoundCloud and give us a link, please. And Vinny, I really hope you get to uh, record something with Stuttering John because that fucker, he's just so funny. Thanks. Bye. Uh, okay, so we should get an update on on your consequence that you're dealing with. But first, let me say, we do have a YouTube video on the Creep Off YouTube channel that has all of the songs from the Nick Bade album, but that's also a good idea, Boner Guy 69. But I'll Boner Guy, there, there is going to be an official release. Yes. Of the uh, Nick Bade album at some point very soon. But hopefully. I'll make a SoundCloud too, so you can just grab any sign that you want to listen Don't to. Don't give the people the milk, Carl. Don't give the people the milk. Is that a Vic reference? <laughs> <laughs> Don't give the people the udder, Carl. <laughs> so uh, w- now you want an update on my consequence, do you? Yes, let's do that. So you had the choice to remind people. Uh, you have to make a podcast series, five episode podcast series. You have the choice of either interviewing Stuttering John or 
<clears throat> you would have to do a review of the show The Bachelor. Actually watch the TV program. How long is the Are those two hour long episodes? Oh, I don't fucking I don't know. know. I don't know. My either. eyes are rolling in the back of my head every time I think about that But you'd that have show. to do a show where you recap and review the show The Bachelor, a show that uh, you don't particularly enjoy or, or watch. Never seen it. So don't I thought that'd be care. a fun consequence. So where are we at with this? Okay. So you told me I had a choice. Yep. Um, there is an offer out and on the table. Okay. To a certain gentleman in Calabasas, California. <laughs> All right. Very good. That's that's all I can tell you at this point. Negotiations are happening. I don't know if you heard. And on... if it doesn't work out, then I guess I'm doing a bachelor show. Okay. Well, I wish you luck. I don't Thank know you. if you heard on who are these podcasts this weekend, but I was playing some. Clips Nobody of... listens to that. Well, that's why. That's why I'm telling you. That's why I was about to tell you what happened. Okay, go ahead. I was playing some clips of Stuttering John from a recent Beer on the Balcony episode, and he was talking about how he hates doing other people's podcasts. Huh. Because it always comes back to haunt him, and people are just trying to sabotage him. I wonder so. why he would feel that way. I wonder why, too. It's it's bizarre, right? I told Mr. John, Mr. Stuttery John, that I would give him a Carlson Cast-style interview. Yep. Um, I talked to him about my concept of how I want to present it, what I would want to talk to him about. Mm -hmm. I have episodes mapped out. I sent him a very thorough proposal. I have a hard time believing he'd say no to tell me about your amazing music career because <laughs> I got to think he's he can't wait to talk about that. And there's even a cash offer. There's <laughs> even a cash offer involved. And the thing about this is turn that down. It, it's left at I'll think about it. That's where everything is left at. Well, if I know alcoholics, he's already forgotten about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So when does The Bachelor air? Should we get that on the I DVR? I don't fucking even know. Get that on the DVR as soon as possible. But just know that uh, this this week, if I don't get an answer this week, we're going Bachelor. Okay. Okay. All right. All Good right. Update. I have some voicemails. Oh, Here yeah. We, we got to figure out um, what we're doing with the voting from Yeah. Real quick, though. This is one uh, about our sponsor. Hey, guys. This is uh, that person from Syracuse. And uh, got to admit, the Syracuse bits are pretty funny. Syracuse does kind of smell like shit, but that's only if you're near the sewage treatment plant, which is pretty much the entire fucking city. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. Keep it going. Love it. Thanks, guys. All right. So they have the internet in Syracuse now. Jeez, I thought we were just going to make fun of them and they would never know about it, like the Amish. <laughs> All right. This guy's a little rambly, but he's under the 45 seconds, and he does make an interesting thought. Okay. Howdy, Vinny Carl. I have a question for you. So Do when you? Uh, Carl, not Carl, Kaya wipes the floor with you based on his star power alone, hey. what do you guys plan on doing? Like, I mean, he can't exactly, you know, get points, I suppose. I mean, unless you plan on having him on multiple times. I'm thinking you what don't. you probably might, I might suggest you do, I'm feeling it, just a deduct a point from both of you. Hmm. And then, of course, you guys, you guys manage to both get negative five points, you will spin the wheel. Just a thought. Or you can just deduct point from the uh, lowest scoring out of the two of you. Just a thought. Call me back. That's interesting. So I don't get a point, but you lose a point. Well, I think we would both lose a point. No, no. He, the last thing he said was the lowest scoring. Yeah, I didn't hear that part. I just point. heard the other part where he said where you could both. Well, if, we both you come, if you both lose, we both lose <laughs> points. We won't lose a point. It just prolongs this contest, which is fine with me. But sure, but I'm it just means saying. you were spinning of the wheel. What is the consequence for losing Nakaya? That's all we're trying to figure out here. Okay. okay? Yeah. Um, oh, did you see in the Discord? Kaya was in there. He's pretty active just a few hours ago 
saying that he would like to propose consequences for the wheel of consequence. And I say, yeah, let's hear it. I refuse to listen to anything he has to say. Well, I don't want him on the show ever again because he's a cheater, but I'd love to hear his consequence. I wonder who is this from? This is a weird call. Okay. Hi, I'm calling on behalf of VoteBot.org to Kyle Oregon. It seems that your vote count of 1,000 has not been delivered, but your remaining balance of 471 votes will be delivered at our soonest convenience. We are sorry for any inconvenience you have had along the way. God damn it, Global Bot Farms! And uh, call us back. There's the smoking gun. There's the affidavit. Giuliani, we got it. Carl, I ha- after court. hearing that, I have a proposal here. Yeah. I propose we both get a point. Because <laughs> it's sense. our show and we can do whatever the fuck we want. You got, I say we both take a point. You got 5% of the vote. Right? I say we both get a on point. your own show that you created and crafted. Because it's based on things that you like to talk about. Did and you just hear, the floor with Did you. you just hear me say we both get a point? Yes, I did. You don't think that's the best solution? No, here? I don't think that's a good solution at all. Well, what are you voting for? I think I should get the point because I, I got more votes than you did. No. The other proposal that's been out there is guests. We, we keep a guest tally. Okay. And anytime a guest wins, there's another point given to a guest. Then when the guest gets to five, we're both spinning the wheel. That's That'll also, never happen. That's because we're never having Kaya back. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. It's not like Croge is going to get all of his 17 friends to go out there and outvote us. Yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> so uh, we're going to keep the tables turned on the guests. Okay. And add the guests uh, tally. I think that's good. We could we could do that. There's one point in the guest tally. How's that sound? We could do that. Let's try. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little concerned about what that's going to turn into. But Why? I mean, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Last chance. We both get a point. Last chance. But why would that? That wouldn't do anything. It would be like we didn't even have a week. If both teams get a point. It if we just give sense. ourselves a point because we can give ourselves a point because we've been good boys, we can do that. You know, when you... It, and by the way, my creep was also creepier than yours last week. I'm really not happy with this third place finish. Oh, I totally disagree with you. My creep was way creepier. Get the fuck out of here. Did your creep stab anybody? I don't even remember your creep because Kaya's creep was the creepiest creep there's ever creeped. Yeah, man. There's just been way too much going on in my head about fucking period strings and <clears throat> fucking yeah. pads. Yeah, the, the, the period fetish was a new one on me. It was pretty good. <sighs> All right. If you haven't so, listened to last week's Creep Off, check it out. It's pretty good. Carl, I say we just get into this fucking scum parade. Is it time already? Please. Let's, let's do it. Watch out for the scum parade. We're going to start this week's Scum Parade in... Oregon! 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 That's right. The Oregon police are looking for a man who they say stole a car with a child in the back seat. This is in, uh, what, Beavertown? Beavertown, Oregon. (laughs) My favorite place in Oregon. Yes, absolutely. Only to return the four-year-old and reprimand the mom about her parenting after. The carjacking took place outside a grocery store on Saturday when the mom left the car running... With the child in the back seat. The authorities said the mother left the car unlocked 
went inside to buy a gallon of milk and some meat. The thief happened to be walking by, hopped into the 2013 Honda Pilot, and took off. He apparently quickly realized he had gotten more than he bargained for. He pulled a U-turn in an adjacent parking lot and drove back to the store. Once there, the bad guy gave the mom a piece of his mind, said the police spokesperson. Quote, he actually lectured the mother for leaving the child in the car and threatened to call the police on her. (laughs) That's awesome. You're going to be in big trouble, lady. And then he gave the four-year-old back to the mom, but kept the car. Got back in the car and drove the fuck away. And drove away. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is an obvious case in the legal system of finders keepers. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Yes. So they don't mention any demographic information, but there's a specific demographic of people <laughs> who really try to avoid raising children. I think that's why he was so freaked out by this. A four-year-old? <laughs> I don't even take care of my four-year-old. What the fuck am I gonna do with this thing? How many of these do I need? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to avoid taking care of four-year-olds, and now I'm just trying to steal a car, and there it is. Look at how irresponsible this woman has been. <laughs> I know. It's- all right, that's all I have to say. <laughs> I knew you'd like this story. It's funny. You're in big trouble. So there's no update on this yet, but we'll keep you posted. Now, uh, <laughs> will we? We're going to stay on that one video. <laughs> we'll keep you posted. <laughs> like we'll keep you up show. to date. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll check back in on this in a couple of weeks. I'm not even sure we figured out what to do with the Kaya thing. We're just. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> just plug it out. We'll keep you posted on that too, I guess. Yeah, maybe. We'll do something one of these days. Uh, a Georgia couple on a high-speed car chase with the cops tried to hide their weed by actually eating it, authorities said. Brian Turner, 22, allegedly ate a bag of pot, and driver Whitney Bailey, 23, allegedly hid marijuana in a, quote, body cavity during the chase in Carrollton Sunday night. The chase began with the owner of a Nissan sedan reported he loaded the car to Bailey, but she refused to return it. Cops tracked Bailey to the stolen car and stopped her when they boxed her in. Officers approached the car and found Turner sitting in the passenger seat with marijuana in his mouth and on his clothes. <laughs> Hello, officers. This needs to be a problem. <laughs> so they only say. Now, hold on. Cav- All right, go on. They said the police say Bailey stuffed the pot in her body, but did not reveal where. That is correct. So at some point. Bailey is driving the car. Yes. This other person is in the other seat eating the weed. Right. And she's hiding it in her butt. Where is she hiding this? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's in her vagina. They would have they would have said otherwise. Yeah. This so is, uh, this is what I find interesting about this. Eating marijuana, bad idea. Not retrievable. Shoving marijuana in your vagina, great idea. Retrievable and could be foreplay. I think this woman had to figure it out. Yeah, as long as there's not too many stems and seeds, you don't want anything growing out of stems there. Stems are a problem. You don't want the stems, seeds. Stems will be a problem to take root, Carl. That's a good point. It's a moist, warm environment. I could have sworn I threw I threw three nuggets up there. Uh, Honey, cough. <laughs> get that out. It's like that scene in Casino with Joe Pesci just like slapping his wife in the hair to get the diamonds out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I told you, there's more in there. <laughs> All right. So uh, Turner's been charged with theft and obstruction of law enforcement officers. So here's the thing. You're going to get caught in the car. But uh, I don't know if you people know this. Weed is a fucking ticket. I-, I was trying to figure that out, too. This is in Georgia. So I don't know what the laws are there. Listen. But I've never heard of someone so desperate to get rid of marijuana. I got, pulled over I got caught with a fucking joint in North Carolina. And it was like, here's a ticket. 
No one cares. So you think that the entire South is just the same place? You think North Carolina is the exact same laws as Georgia? I don't know. I'm just saying. I would have assumed that North Carolina would have been like really, really strict. And I was like, oh, fucking great. North Carolina is all northerners now. They all moved down there. God, thank God for that. (laughs) Cop was still a dick. All right. So uh, let's keep it moving, shall we? This story, to me, is one of the greatest cautionary tales that we've ever covered in the Scum Parade. There's a big lesson in here, folks. And before we get into it, I'm going to lay down my thesis statement. Okay. It is insanely important to pick the right partner. Yes. If you're going to have a criminal enterprise. Even a business, a criminal enterprise, no matter what you're doing. A podcast. podcast, a, a video cast. It's very important to pick the right partner. That is correct. I agree with that. Investigators say a tip from a convenience store clerk about a stolen donut led them to arrest of a man accused of impersonating a police officer. The tip came from a 7-Eleven in Lehigh, Utah on Sunday. Maybe it's Lehigh. Who fucking knows? According to the arrest report, police were told that a man wearing a sheriff's deputy jacket had stolen a donut earlier in the day and left in a white Ford truck. Lehigh police looked at the surveillance video of the truck and then tracked it down to a nearby motel parking lot. Officers were told it belonged to 47-year-old Daniel Mark Wright, who is staying in the motel room. So I'm going to stop you right now. Right. I know there's a lot more going on here. Yes. But this guy stole a donut, which nobody would have tried to track him down or no one would have even given a shit. If he had not been wearing a sheriff's jacket. Yeah. And when the cops show up, they go, that's not one of our guys. I don't know if people know this. Donuts are free. No one will ever arrest you for stealing a donut. All right? It's fine. They go, fuck. (laughs) We lost one. You need it more than we do, buddy. Go for it. The cops, they knocked on the door, made contact with Wright. He opened the door, was asked to step outside. A female was inside of the bedroom and was identified as Christian Olson. When the door was open, the cop observed a green Salt Lake City County sheriff's jacket hanging in the entryway closet. Not a good thing to display in your motel room. Just to have it right there. Especially if you're just opening up the door for whoever knocks on it. So Wright admits he was at the 7-Eleven, but refused to answer any questions about the truck. Officers determined that it was stolen. Police arrested Wright for impersonation of an officer, receiving a transfer of a stolen vehicle and theft. Now, also was arrested for receiving a transfer of a stolen vehicle as well. Investigators have connected Olson and Wright to this other guy who they rolled over on, yeah. who was their partner, this guy named Adalberto Ozetta. Now the cops are looking for Ozetta. They find him. He leads the cops on a 60-mile pursuit across Salt Lake City and Utah counties. Arrest documents allege that they were involved altogether in extensive criminal activity, including vehicle burglary and vehicle theft. The report also says... There's a federal investigation. There's a federal this, racketeering investigation on them as well. <laughs> So, Ozada was also wanted for killing a pedestrian in a hit and run in early January, and he led the cops on this giant case. Listen, if pedestrians the engine, don't want to get hit, stay off the sidewalk. That's what I said. Amen to that. But uh, he leads him on this high-speed chase. The engine blows in the fucking car, and he ends up hiding from the cops in a giant pile of manure. Yep. And all I can imagine is this guy in a pile of manure going... For a fucking donut. <laughs> well, for I, a fucking donut. <laughs> it is. It is pretty uh, comically appealing. I, I was only thinking of Back to the Future <laughs> when, I, when I thought of this guy in a pile of manure. 
Uh, he also claimed that he uh, swallowed a bag of heroin, was taken to a local hospital where he managed to slip his cuffs and briefly escape. He was short picked up again afterward. I have never read a story that buried the lead as much as this story. I didn't know why you said it to me at first. I'm like, the guy stole a fucking donut. Okay, neat. And then it ends up with this guy's running from the cops after killing a guy, hiding a manure, swallowing heroin, slipping handcuffs, escaping from the police. Like, whoa! This is a fucking movie! This is turned into a movie! This fucking Ozetta guy is <laughs> ten times the criminal right ever was. Yes! This guy was just living his criminal life and he fucking partnered with the wrong fucking guy who decided to go fucking put on his sheriff's jacket because it was chilly out and fucking go steal a goddamn donut from the seven fucking eleven and he ends up in a pile of shit <laughs> he, he was partnered with a pile of shit too yeah he was Jesus. Yeah, All right. he was. well you live and you learn people live, you live and you learn you live and you learn it's a pervert alert <laughs> Is that a new thing we got now? Why not? I like it. A Texas home security <laughs> technician admitted Thursday that he secretly accessed the cameras of more than 200 customers, particularly attractive women, to spy on them while they undressed, slept, or had sex, federal prosecutors said. Remember, Whoa. remember back in Revenge of the Nerds times when this was actually celebrated, this type of behavior? Yeah, fucking, this is like some porky shit. That's yes, right. This, we used to applaud this type of behavior. Whoa, you got cameras in their house and you're looking at them undressed? What? Have your friends over. Telesforo Aviles, a 35-year-old former employee for the security company ADT, admitted he secretly accessed the customer's accounts more than 9,600 times over more than four years. Okay. 9,600 times he's accessing these videos yep. over four years' time. Does he do anything else with his time besides spy on people? You know, my defense would be they're paying for monitoring. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be my... I'm I would putting it overtime, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. I have a, an impression of this guy having a conversation with one of his friends. Hey, did you see that new show on Netflix? No. Nope. <laughs> All this guy is doing is watching chicks undress in their houses. Did you see Veronica Beasley at 252 Cole Avenue <laughs> around 3.55 p.m. on Sunday? Yep. Bubble bath. 9,600 times in four years. Now, How many times a day is that? Now, check this shit out. I could have done the math. The technician violated <laughs> the company's policies. You think? By, <laughs> by surreptitiously adding his personal email address to accounts on ADT Pulse, an app that allows customers to check remotely on their homes. So he would call these people, claim he needed to temporarily add himself to their accounts to test the security system. Uh, he simply added his email to the account without notifying the customers. So then he would just be in there and he could go ba-bing and just go look at people's houses whenever he wanted. So there's obviously not going to be any type of paper trail that shows how many people he did this to. Oh, wait. Ugh. Yeah. No wonder he admitted it. He's like, oh, fuck. Well, all I have to do is look up my email address and see how many of these things I'm on. So there's a whole bunch of civil cases against ADT because of this. And you want to know the fucking crazy part? What's that? This guy, he could get five years. Right. That's it. So these civil cases are interesting because they're basing the payouts on how hot the chick is. So like this one woman's like, I I'm going to need $25,000. Like, ma'am, he looked at you twice. Here's 40 bucks. They're like, honey, you have an OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, nobody cares. It's, it's, not, it's out not there. that impressive. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> you know what I find really funny? My creep, uh, 
Mr. Traffensberger is looking at this going like, you put in one fucking smoke detector with the camera 25 <laughs> years. This yeah. fucking guy. That's a good point. Four years, 9,600 times. Also. Five years. This just reinforces what I've always thought. And that is you shouldn't buy ADT or any of the security system equipment and put it in your house. Just buy the sticker and put it on your door. That's all you really need is just the sticker. Because as soon as you put surveillance equipment in your house, whether it's spying on your audio or video, it's being used by people with malicious intent. Right. Like, I get the video doorbells. It's facing outside of your house. Even that's so ridiculous. All right, let me tell you what I hate All right. about that. Why don't you tell me about how Fauci fucking looks at the cameras every day? So, in the commercials for, what are they called, Ring? Yeah. In the commercials for Ring, they always show this guy's on vacation and some burglars are coming up to rob his house and he couldn't be more chill about it. He's like, Hey buddy, what do you think you're doing there? He's like, all cavalier and cocky. Like, wouldn't you be freaked out if you were watching people try to burglarize So your, your issue house? isn't with the product. Your issue is with the, the actor and the commercial's choices. It's the marketing. It's what usually pisses me off about companies is their marketing. The yes. one guy who is, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Could you imagine that though? They're trying to make it seem like you're going to be a cocky asshole just because you can see the guy. They got to be like, I know that you're in the Bahamas right now. I don't give a shit if you can see me or not. I'm going to rob your house. Go fuck yourself. Sorry, Vinny. You want me to talk about Fauci again? Did I lose you? What's going no, on? No, I'm just thinking. It's like, it's so <laughs> fucking funny to me that that's what you're hung up on. <laughs> but all right. All right. Not enough smile talking to the ad Plato robot just said in the chat. Not enough smile talking to Did you to happen Charles. to see in that article for this ADT one where they offered a woman $2,500 she refuses. So they're like, how about 50000 <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you're guilty as a company. When you go from 2500 to 50000 That's when you're like, you know what? I'm actually going to get an attorney for this if you're going to go to 50000 that quickly. Right. This might be worth a little bit more than that. Well, Carl, you want to end strong today? So is ADT not going to be a sponsor to the creep off? Nope. Nope. It's not going to happen, is it? Nope. All right. In fact, they it. don't even operate in Syracuse. Nothing to steal. Yeah, exactly. So let's uh, end in Simpsonville, South Carolina, shall we? This All is right. a fun story, Carl. All right. Uh, a lot of people posted this in the WATP Discord on the creep off section. Mm -hmm. uh, Simpsonville police today arrested a Greenville County couple for the January 14th death of a three year old girl last Thursday. Cops were called to their home due to a report of an unresponsive child. The girl was taken to a hospital where she was pronounced dead. The coroner determined the cause of death to be multiple blunt force injuries. Following the announcement from the coroner, Jerry Austin Robinson, 34, and Ariel Robinson, 29, were both charged with homicide by child abuse. Why are we talking about this? Because she's a celebrity! Wow, well, I mean, she was on a game show, or she was on like one of these reality shows. Carl, right? she won season 20. <laughs> Of the Food Network's Worst Cooks in America. What? I had no idea that show existed. Me neither. Who's watching Worst Cooks in America? Yeah. Their chef is named Gordon Damsey. Come on. Come on. Nothing. All right. Wow. <laughs> I mean, do you want, did you want me to? We could put it in a post. <laughs> Damsey! <laughs> Oh, I'm amazing. so fucked up today. All right. Ariel Robinson won season 20 of the show. She told Fox Carolina at the time she had five children. Both were booked at Greenville County Detention Center. The homicide by child abuse charges carries a sentence of 20 years up to life in prison. The case will be prosecuted by the 13th Circuit Solicitor's Office down there. So here's some facts about this kid, by the way. Kid was three years old. 
It was a foster child. It was not her biological kid. The Food Network scrubbed season 20 from all their online Mm. content. So I was trying to find the clips of her, you know? Yeah. And I couldn't find any. Let's hear that dynamic personality. They got her to win a stupid show no one's ever heard of. Carl, did you know that she's an amateur stand-up comedian? Oh, so she's like Tom Myers. So she's like Tom Myers. She dabbles in (laughs) stand-up. She's a dabbler. And I have some video of her talking about getting her foster daughter and what I think looks like the most bootlegged video of a bootlegged comedy show I've ever seen in my life. So now we're going through this adoption process. So we're trying to adopt a baby girl and the social worker, you know, they have to come over and, you know, see that you're not too crazy to adopt. And so the whole way she's coming over, I'm thinking, I'm telling my husband, I said, you know what, we should have locked the other two up in cages because if she meet them two, ain't no way they're going to give us enough. When she gets there, it's too late. They upstairs hollering, screaming. Where my mom's at? Where my mother? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, y'all don't like y'all kids either. So, <laughs> screaming going on. You know, you get to that mommy level and you like, you done had it. So I can get the woman that's in my face. So I turn around, yell upstairs, shut up, I come in and punch you in your throat. Yeah. <laughs> and she's looking at me the same way y'all looking at me. <laughs> That's the punchline. They got approved. There have been no laughs. What do you mean? I'm None. Those people be more funny. Those people were laughing their ass off. And the story was our kids wanted a daughter, so we adopted one. And as I threatened to punch the other ones in the throat, yep. the ones that I already had in front of the social worker who still gave us a baby. The funny thing that is, was the joke, and we killed it. The funny thing Put is, up, she wanted to lock them up at first. That actually would have been the most humane thing she could have done. She could have just locked that up. child up instead of beating it to fucking death. <laughs> now, uh, here's her pep talk okay. uh, from her blog. I'm glad I went with the stand-up first. It's good. It's good stuff. They don't want to see you change. They don't want to see you evolve. They don't want you to do better. They don't want you to do Okay, sorry. Here we go. She's wearing a shirt that says hey, um, comedy bad. I just want you it to doesn't. know. There are people in your life who don't want to see you level up. They don't want to see you change. They don't want to see you evolve. They don't want you to do better. They don't want you to do anything that's going to make you have self-confidence, self-worth. They don't want to see you do anything that's going to make you become a better person. And them not your people. They're not there for you. They're not going to support you. Every time you tell them about something good you got going on, they're going to give you the vibes of, oh, you think you better than me. Oh, you think you're doing something because you're doing that. If you think I'm doing something, then just say that. That's fascinating. Please go on. What I like about that story is what if the people that are trying to push you and hold you down are your foster parents <laughs> and you're a three-year-old <laughs> helpless child? Yeah. I just want to point that out. Fuck that lady. Fuck that lady hard. So on this article that you sent me, yeah, I went down and I read the comments right underneath. Let me read a couple of these comments. Oh, please do. Mary says, put them in jail and throw away the key. Poor child. Gail says, hot take, Mary. Burn the bastards in a public square so viewers can applaud while the lowlife scream in agony. Uh, Willith says, death by injection. And then I saw one that said, give them a second chance. That's from, that's from Pat Dixon, the Pat Dixon from Crime Report on Compound Media. No. Is it in the comment section underneath? Give him a second chance. Well done, Pat. That's I like awesome. Pat Dixon very much. All right. Oh, very funny. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of this week's Scub Parade. Carl, you and I have been working on a little side thing this week. Do we want to talk about it or do we want to wait another week? Uh, let's actually have something to show for it first. Okay, sounds good. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, 
That is this week's creep off. Don't forget to vote at the creep off. Wait a second. I see Kaya saying Carl's taking another L right now. Are you manipulating the vote, Kaya? That's what I think is going on right now. You know what I like about Kaya? What? What? I I think Kaya is a smart guy. He's never coming on this show again, but I think he's a smart guy. There's nothing to like. This guy is reading Kiwi Farms all day long. We can't have him on this show. Nothing wrong with that. He knows too much. I like him. (laughs) So, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back next week. You can follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at CreepOffPod. Leave us a voicemail, 585-371-8108. Or you can just send us an email, an old-fashioned email at thecreepoffpod at gmail.com. Carl, it's nice to be important. But it's more important to be nice. Gagia! What do you call somebody who's an adult who comes over to meet a child home alone after a sexually explicit conversation? What is that called? Yes, I did sex them up a little bit. This is stupid! <laughs> Hi kids, it's Dorkles here with this week's Creep Off Review Section. I bet you can't guess how many of you asked specifically for your old pal Dorkles to be a guest fill-in for Cobra Commander. <laughs> That's right, fucking zero of you! <laughs> Oops, sorry kids, I, I shouldn't have cursed there. But I'm just so disappointed in a lot of you. <laughs> old Dorkles was at a hard time as of late with the changing of presidents and the fact that Q was a major psyop. <laughs> I mean, now who's going to stop all the Democrats from eating babies and drinking adrenochrome? Anywho, we have two reviews to read this week. The first one is says, Dabble, dabble, dabble. <laughs> Did you see Tiger King and Don't Fuck With Cats? Are you able to read Wikipedia? <laughs> Congratulations! You are one step ahead of the bumbling hosts, Blobby Magoo and Teeth. It's clear from the outset these guys just dabble in true crime as a goof. <laughs> if you like competent, well-researched, and depthful recountings of heinous crimes, this is not the show for you. <laughs> if you like podcasts in general, this is not the show for you. <laughs> in fact, nobody should listen to this show ever. <laughs> and when I was left by a Scott Norwood. <laughs> Well, sure, people sure have a real strong opinions about the creep off. <laughs> anyway, there's one more I got here. It says, make it longer. More pointless rambling, pretty please. Vinny sucks. Go hot, Carla, go. <laughs> and it's left by, you're dumb. <laughs> you're dumb. That's a good one. <laughs> well, I mean, that's all we got for this week, kiddo. So make sure you send in your reviews and be sure to write a post on Reddit about how you think Dorkles is the king shit pip daddy and that Q will rise from the ashes and some patriotic shit like that, okay? <laughs> All right, kids. <laughs> Have a good week. <laughs>